This week on Tea with Queen and Jay. New president, who it is? We discuss black folks and the inauguration. The Bernie means and anti-Semitism. And the age-old ableist question. Is white supremacy a mental illness? It's Tea with Queen and Jay. Drink up. Hello, hello, hello. How are you hello. doing on this fine I'm good. day? That's good. I'm good. That's good over How are there. you doing? Wu Tang shirt. Are you feeling creamy? Oh, that I wear every day. Am I feeling what? Creamy. Not in a bad way. In the casual. That's disgusting. I hate that word. <laughs> I, I know hate you hate word. creamy. I hate moist, the fucking word cream. Creamy, all of those kind of moist. Words. I hate fucking suckle. I hate all of those fucking all words. All those words that sound And they're like all those. fucking associated with moisture. Yeah, they are. And it's disgusting. <laughs> and it's upsetting. And I wonder, because <laughs> I mostly only speak English, understand English for the most part, yeah. aside from like a tad bit of Spanish and other dialects and shit. Mm-hmm. I wonder what those other fucking words are in other languages that make me feel stabby. Like what, you know, like for other people who speak other languages, what are those what words? What are those words? So you fucking can use those cream. instead so you don't have to hear creamy. And maybe like, right that's a solution mostly actually see, that was solution you were thinking solution based i was thinking i need to find those words find who's using them hurt those people that's what i was thinking make it stop <laughs> Ooh, i hate that shit yo i know there's a term for like words that sound like what they mean like splat and shit like that but yeah splat i don't mind that's kind of funny yeah no Even but that's that kind of word could be for liquid too creamy yeah. doesn't actually sound oh creamy. my god <laughs> Cream was already bad, and then niggas added the E on the end of it? <laughs> Creamy? It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Y'all should and see her face. Me. She is so destroyed. <laughs> I'm <really laughs> disturbed. I'm really disturbed by it. All right? But, okay. you know, I'm going to try and do this podcast in spite of that. But, you know, it's upsetting. And I, I just wanted to stop. <laughs> That's all. Oh God! Welcome, Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. Jay. We, we are two women's race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay, and this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Am right. We want to hear from you. You can use our hashtag hashtag Tea with QJ when you talk about this show on social media. You can also use the hashtag pod and if you are not already following us on social media, I don't know what's going on, but we want you to do so. You can do so on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ is where we are. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Tumblr. Just search for T with Queen and J there and hit that follow button. Another way we want to hear from you is by sending us T-mail. We love when you send us T-mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Send us questions, comments, feedback, silly things, serious things, nothing with cream, obviously. Nothing. But we love to hear from you. So, you know, communicate with us, you know. That's right. Every week we pour libations for the people, places, and things bringing us black ass black joy. These are our shout outs. These are our pour some out for the homies, our cheers, our toast. Queen, what are you pouring libations for this week? I am pouring libations for everyone who has given me feedback on an article that I just wrote in my magazine, Mixed Vixen. So I started a colorism series. I started writing in series because I think it would give me a way to write. Like, I can't mm-hmm. say I'm doing a series and then not write another one. So it makes me Facts. write. Um, so the mm-hmm. first series I'm doing is a series on colorism. And the first article that I dropped was why I don't talk to light-skinned people about colorism. 
I just have to add that light-skinned people is black people because for some reason people get weird things when they hear. It gets very it gets strange. It gets really strange. It's things conflate. They pancake. Becomes real gets we'll talk about that together, me and Jay, on a later date, but I just had mm-hmm. to make sure that y'all know I'm talking about black people because right. it got really weird. But actually, it got mm-hmm. actually way more good than weird. I got lots of feedback, lots of people who loved the article, lots of people who were like, you know what? I don't want to do the labor anymore either. Maybe I'll just pass this article along and shit like that. So yeah, it felt good to like fucking write. I haven't been writing in forever. So it was nice to just start writing again. And you know, all of that. So libations to everyone who gave me feedback. I really, really appreciate it. I will continue. You have given me motivation. So um, yeah. It's dope to create something that can be used as a tool for people like like the message saves people a lot of trouble and yeah. it's like oh wow maybe i'll fucking stop talking like some people too but also because it's a written work it serves as a tool that you can fucking share with other people yeah, yeah. right so if somebody reads it and it's like you know what instead of talking to this light-skinned person i'm, I'm gonna, gonna send, just them send them this, this. Yeah, yeah yeah how about you take a look at this so that's dope as well libations to you yo thank you well who are you who what when where are you pouring libations for this week jay i'm pouring libations for the blurred girl caramel horn thank you so much she had me on her podcast her video cast her twitch i'm gonna put the link i was on there last week and we talked all kinds of nerd shit semi-nerd shit real life shit we talked about streaming and all kinds of stuff so i'm gonna put the link to that episode of the blurred girl in the show notes but doing a lot of nerd shit friend you started off 2020 like nerd nerd i know it's been a lot (laughs) it's been a lot of stuff it's been a lot of stuff it's been cool though it's been cool i think because we started the year in quarantino a lot of people had like a plan yeah. for how to move about and so a lot of people are doing things that last year we spent figuring out wait what do we have to do now let me figure out my life <laughs> right yeah so people are more settled into what with this, is this seeming, what is. this current way of life yeah. is yeah yeah it so it was sense. like a lot of stuff but yeah so that was dope this podcast runs on your support we also want to make sure that you are taking care of you First, we are in wild times. So please, before you support any of the creators that you love, please make sure that you are taking care of yourself financially, your mental health, all that good shit. And then once you've done that, Queen, tell folks how they can support Tea with Queen and Jay podcast. Also support your other creators. But how can you support Tea with Queen and Jay podcast? So you can go to our website, teawithqueenandjay.com. Slide down on our homepage. And there is where we have two options. Two. Our first option is our PayPal option. And that's where you can put however much you want, however many times you want there. There is no commitment with that option. Our second option is our Patreon option. And that's where we ask for a little bit more commitment. We are asking for two dollars a month two dollars you can give more you can give less our ask is just two dollars that is appreciated we also love non-monetary support the way that you can do that is by liking and sharing this podcast on social media using the hashtag that i mentioned earlier hashtag t with qj you can also tell a friend about this podcast you got you know share this don't keep this to yourself Rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and whatever other app that you listen to us on. All of those old things that help us grow. All of those nurture this podcast. And you're paying a black woman. So do it. We love it. 
Yes. Our Amazon wishlist links are also in the show notes if you'd like to send us love that way, though we understand that Amazon is the axis of evil. So please don't feel pressured to use that tool. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, if you'd like to hear your ad on Tea with Queen and Jay, email us at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak virtually at your school or organization about white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, dismantling white supremacy in the workplace, womanism, black feminism, podcasting, black hair, or some shit you've heard us discuss on the podcast before, or if you'd like us to do a virtual live show or consult you or your team, send us your team mail at tbwithqueenandj at gmail.com. We got some donation libations this week. Queen, who supported us this week? We got some PayPal donations from Marie and Zawadi. And Zawadi says, keep up the good work. And they sent us a heart emoji. We love emojis. Thank you for that. Love from Canada. And we also got a PayPal donation from Sean. And Sean says, this podcast has made me braver, bolder, more vulnerable, a deeper thinker, and each week it truly is my happy place and favorite podcast. Thank you, Sean. Yes, thank you, Sean. Thank you. We also got new Patreon subscribers, and we put bonus content on our Patreon that includes at least one bonus episode a month. So be sure to check us out on Patreon if you're not already checking that shit out. Our new Patreon subscribers are Kainon and Zawadi actually subscribe to our Patreon in addition to breaking us off on Ew, the PayPal. Thank so you. thank you so much. We appreciate you all right 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 let's get into the motherfucking show queen what kind of tea are you drinking today i am drinking chai chai um really good i haven't drank no actually i drink chai all the time i'm telling stories but yeah i'm drinking chai 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 not chai tea, because I'm saying tea tea. What kind of tea mm-hmm. are you drinking, Jay? Um, I am back on my jasmine green bullshit, so I'm drinking jasmine green tea with honey. It's fucking delicious. Queen, what are your pronouns? She and her. What are your pronouns, Jay? She, her, they, them. And separate from my pronouns, I am also not a lady. And what are you affirming for yourself this week? I am affirming that I'm a bad bitch, that I am enough. I am self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. I am well-rested. My hair and fashions are popping. My body and mind are healthy. Healthy. And that I will forever and always stunt on these hoes. I say yes only to activities that are healthy for my mind, body, and emotional well-being. I courageously protect my happiness I have romance and intimacy that fulfills my needs. Mm. I affirm, I'm always going to affirm this. I confirm a continued, safe reopening of your city or town or wherever the fuck you live. Reclosing of your city and town or whatever the fuck you live. And also the administration of this vaccine. I affirm safety in that as well. And I also affirm that we will still have an abundant 2021. Abundance is still something you will have this fucking year. Okay? That's right. What are you affirming for yourself today, Jay? I affirm a long life full of abundance, health, wealth, sustainable, rewarding, and financially beneficial self-employment. I affirm rest. I affirm that I am a writer. I am enough. My apartment is paid for. Rent is paid. I am productive. I'm energized. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. 
I affirm my apartment is clean and organized. I manage my schedule seamlessly and achieve everything on my to-do list Ooh. and complete all projects successfully without yeah. trauma. Yes. I affirm productive therapy, healthy romantic relationships without a whole lot of exhausting fucking labor. I affirm around the clock home health care services for my grandmother and liberation and power to all the people. I want y'all to know that in our note, she spelled fucking like fucking. Okay. <laughs> she wanted to make sure that even in writing, she emphasized That's the right, fucking. Yo. Not fucking doing that shit. <laughs> Not fucking doing it. Okay. Get your shit together. You get your therapy. I'll get mine. I'm. I will not be exhausted in this. I feel I will you. Not. I feel you on that. I shit. will not, yo. I feel so. you on that. There's that. So we are recording this show. Joe Biden is, is the, now president. president. Donald Trump is no longer whatever that was. I guess. I guess that was a version of Somebody. American uh, presidency. Well, it is. It yeah, is. That is. That's yeah, kind of president. That is what happened. That was like. That wasn't news yeah that's how it went down that's how it went down so yeah joe biden is president the inauguration has happened did you watch the inauguration i actually did this is actually the first inauguration i watched i guess because i'm working from home i just was able to do kind of both or whatever Mm. but i didn't realize i never watched the inauguration until me and you you didn't watch obama's i probably was at work or some shit like i've never sucks it's a privilege to be able to watch the inauguration. Yeah. If you really think yeah. about it. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. didn't even know they did. They said t- they do the inauguration. Then there's a, some nighttime shit. I never even knew that. It's a whole thing. It's a parade. It's a whole thing. I don't know. I, I didn't see. I didn't even know all of that. I just knew the morning mm-hmm. stuff. I never ever paid attention to the other stuff. I've never been an American in that way. So I never paid attention. You have to say it. Wait, 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 wait. You got to say it like this. American. American. I've like never that. been an American, American in that way. Mm-hmm. So I don't don't i did not know when i saw people tweeting that night about the inauguration i'm like wait what's it that's still, <laughs> <laughs> Is this still i was like i'm confused they're like on? yeah there's a th-. I'm yeah like, what the fuck i saw someone tweet mm. it was a comedian i can't think of their name but they was like check-in is at 3 p.m that's why the president has to do <laughs> stuff during the day before they could go to the white house you know how to check in at mm. a hotel oh yeah <laughs> He's like, I'm going to just figure out. He got into D.C. early. Yep. I'm going to just find something to I'm do something until to, I can check to, in. To, I can That's check funny. into the White House or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was my first inauguration. Did you watch the inauguration? No, I actually didn't watch it. I think I want to say the only inauguration that I watched was President Obama's inauguration. And I don't even know if I are there two? Like, if you're already president, do you get inaugurated again? I think so. That's the thing. When Obama was happening, I worked retail, so I really didn't. Right, right. I, I was working retail, too. They just, all the stars aligned, because I was not, we was at the same job. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I was not, yeah. yeah, I was not at work. I was able to sit at home and cry and carry on yeah. and all of that. The most so. I remember doing the, the stuff with black people was um, mm-hmm. when he won, and we happened to be in Harlem, right by the state office building. Mm-hmm. So we got to be around black people in that instance. But I don't remember doing any other Obama things. Right. After that. I remember going to work the next day like, don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> to all of, <laughs> all of my white, other white managers who was there. Don't fucking talk to me. Okay. I, we won. <laughs> I felt like a big deal, nigga. Okay. <laughs> don't talk to me. Don't ask me to do shit. I'm here. <laughs> This is a day of celebration for me. Don't look at me with your stupid face. Was, all right? Oh, you you forgot we were in America. Way. Obama became president and you forgot 
for well, that no, I just was having a good day personally. Oh, okay. And then any reason personally, to fucking I was fuck having white a good day. That's right. Is, is, That's is right. So I was I definitely like looking at other white managers in the face, like, yo, do not fucking talk to me, son. Okay. <laughs> this is my day. I don't know what you thought. I don't know what you need, and I don't care. So I don't remember. I do remember the state office building being around black people like oh shit this is this actually happened i do remember that wow shit yo but yeah so yeah i don't remember watching it if i did i don't remember maybe as a kid right right but this is the first yeah like intently watched i watched it i don't yeah i don't typically watch i don't typically i don't personally and i know that i'm not alone in this i don't personally enjoy all of those things ceremonies or i don't really enjoy being at them any kind of ceremony mm-hmm. i don't give a shit what it's for your wedding a baby shower anything that requires me to stand up and sit down i don't want to <laughs> be involved in it so i don't really watch that <sighs> stuff unless the combination of me being at home and not busy so that i can play on social media with people mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. that That's for me is like okay we playing on social media yeah, what are we play playing about today what's the game bit. today yeah I and if the game is you know the inauguration if the game is some ceremony then i'll tap in so that i can play with other black people on social media and talk about it and laugh at jokes and shit yeah yeah yeah. I was but if i'm not available to do that i'm not i'm not watching it so i didn't watch any of it the most i've seen of it are the videos that were posted on social media uh-huh. by way of jokes okay so that's the most thing i will say because i don't typically care about this this is not like a it's not an event it's not a yeah it's not, not right thing. this yeah, is yeah not a, a thing for me what i will say on a gossip level okay. which is you know that's one of my things that's i like gossip like too. fun facts or whatever me on too. a gossip level i did find it to be like girl you know trump wasn't there like that to me was Mm -hmm. like we know that he is a a white supremacist dictator and so it's not shocking that he elected not to be there but just as someone growing up being taught in this white supremacist power structure that the government is important this you know it's it's there's a an air of royalty to the presidency and reverence to it that the assumption is that these niggas all work together because they do but these niggas all work together and you show up so just the fact that like he wasn't there it's like yeah especially after obama so we know obama was not a perfect president like Mm-hmm. This is not a we know. Okay, so don't Yeah, you know. we when we talk He's about our reverence for Obama. Like, yeah, of course, <laughs> sure. But he was that's what the presidency is. That's what they yeah, do. Anyway, he was yeah. the best at it and those are facts. Yes. He's good to look at. He's fucking charming. He's smart, yada, 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 yada. So, yes, he's my favorite war criminal in the same way that Doja <laughs> Cat is my favorite racist. So Oh, she is a that's talented is. racist. She's a talented Talented, racist. that's the most talented racist Talent. that I could think of. I'll be like really? dancing like shit. <laughs> yeah i'll be there for it yeah i'm for I'll it i'll be there yes, for it i feel you talented racist and he's the most talented war criminal i will i will admit that i do have more reverence for president obama than doji cat a lot so of that's well, important girl of course you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you i just want to make that distinction i just want to make that i get it you have to have that on record yeah but especially after obama who we saw like a black person at work who always kind of has mm-hmm. to like, you know that there were times where people said stuff or did things that was ridiculous and he still kept his mm-hmm. cool, still like didn't react to things, still kind of did things in alignment with whatever that system says to do. So we had eight years of that. And yeah. us as black people understand how you have to be different at work mm-hmm. in those ways. Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, 
me and Jay don't do that, but we know lots of that's a survival right. tactic that black people right. use. And, and a part of us not doing it is because we don't. I mean, there's an element of choosing not to do it, but we also have positioned ourselves and are in situations where we don't have to do it. So we understand that there are people who have to do that shit at work. Whatever have to means to you. Yeah. You know? So to have eight years of that, <laughs> of kind of compliance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Trump after that, this, such a yes. drastic kind of like yes. difference, like no kind of like integrity or compliance. Like you're not going? Or- <laughs> like... I thought he was going to go and pout, right? Go and no, pout, do weird go. stuff, turn your back. He was on whatever, whatever they call it. There's a helicopter, president helicopter mm-hmm. that took them to Florida. And Melania mm-hmm. did a, a um, wardrobe change during the flight. Because she oh got in D.C. with like winter coat and shit. Got off in Florida with her colorful fashion. <laughs> that is funny. Yo, that? Michelle, Michelle, first lady Michelle Obama at least showed up in her ponytail. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I'm not here for this, but I'm here. Like last time, yeah. Both come on, like all right, I guess. Yeah. So, so, so a, that yeah, it's a drastic difference, girl. That's that's how I was feeling when I heard <laughs> he wasn't there, girl. <laughs> Child, you hear what's going on up at the White House? <laughs> that's kind of what our text looked like when Sorry. the when the the fail cool was happening, girl. <laughs> Girl, that was exactly my energy, yo. Everybody was in the group chat thinking about how the world is over with the apocalypse. I'm like, girl, dumb people. I had strong emojis, like, I want to know if this is the first president not to attend the inauguration, like in modern times, though. That's what I want to know. I think in my lifetime. Oh, of course, yeah. Presidents who didn't attend inauguration. Oh. Well, the ones who were assassinated. <laughs> this shit says President John Adams did not attend. Nigga. <laughs> I mean, recently. Recently. Here's a history of presidents who didn't go to their successors' inaugurations. Please make this a fucking list and not paragraph, son. Okay, John Adams. All right, all right. Enough with this John Adams. Okay, wait, I had to scroll to well, the bottom. Well, for sure, JFK and Abraham Lincoln because oh, they killed wait. the motherfuckers. <laughs> Wait, okay, wait, here, it gets more recent. So John Adams, 1829, mm-hmm. Martin Van Buren, that's recent. and then it's... Oh, okay, that's the... Yeah. Right, wait, 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 hold up. Then it okay. skips all the way to Andrew Johnson in 1869. That's it. That's it. Everybody else showed up. <laughs> Everybody else showed the fuck up, yo. Girl. <laughs> what a mess. What a mess, yo. <gasps> God, what a so mess, trash. man. That is so trash. What a mess. So nah, nah. He didn't Woo. come. But um, I did watch, like I, you know, I said I watched. And my mm. little highlights from it were Michelle's hair, the volume. Yes, And laid. body. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, it was just like, okay, girl. Like, she got her hair. I feel she like great. she took down her hair wrap in the limo. Like, remember when you, when we used to oh, have yeah. relaxers? Mm-hmm, and you was going to the mm-hmm. function and you wanted to make sure shit so yep. you did not unwrap your hair until yep. you like, all right, I'm in a car and the function is right there. All right, now I'll take my mm-hmm. hair down. I think that's what happened. Like her head tie was still in a limo. She looked excellent. She looked excellent. Her hair was great. Honestly. She looked cute. Yeah, no, she looked great. Because I was thinking, did she sleep in that at all? Like the night before? Like, or did, did, did was that done the day of? Oh, that's, that was that was done the day of. That yeah, was done that the was day of. We need to know what kind of 
spray or whatever that person you because mm-hmm. it had hold but it also allowed her to still yeah. have volume in life so it, it wasn't was just like stiff it was good it was, it was and then good. it's like okay where's the bottom curl flip gonna hit your jacket exactly your yeah jacket, it was collar, the ratio it was, all of that was like, just perfect it was perfect perfect every relaxed Flawless. black girl's dream was happening on michelle yes anything we ever dreamed of <laughs> from any decade if whatever period you yes. were relaxed in that's the hair that you dreamed of yes. period just like period wow wow so yeah michelle look great but michelle typically like does her thing when it comes to the fashion she slays the scene and shit like that Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. was something my favorite my favorite Mm -hmm. wife of a war criminal (laughs) for sure hands down hands down girl boss war criminal (laughs) yes yes also my favorite girl boss that's what she was serving also my favorite girl boss i hate that we hate that we we hate it but yeah she's favorite girl boss definitely favorite spouse of a war criminal (laughs) top top tier love it yes favorite vote shamer who blames all the stuff on the black people absolutely favorite absolutely can't be touched can't can't be touched at or can't be touched touchable so that happened they had performers lady gaga performed i didn't really pay attention to her singing um, I probably was right. I liked her else. fit. I saw her pictures. I liked her fit. Yeah, I, I liked that fit. bird. Every Lady Gaga. I did like mm-hmm. the bird too. I heard people were talking about the bird, but I, it was Lady Gaga. What the fuck? I liked it, yo. If you've been a Gaga, Gaga. What okay, the fuck? come on. Y'all... I like this. Was a good balance of like Gaga and I'm at the inauguration. Exactly. Like I like that. And then the bird like reminded that. me of Hunger Games or whatever. And y'all like to call yes. this that all the time anyway. So like, mm-hmm. just get with the fucking joke. The fuck. Okay, <laughs> like, get the program. J Lo performed. Which, who's her agent? Because they know how to keep her booked. They know how to keep yo, her not yo, really talented. Yo. She can dance. I think that's her talent. Yo. Those other talents I don't believe in. But they right. keep her She's booked. She's an entertainer. She's a dancer. Her team, not her social media team, but her <laughs> team, whoever gets her books, whoever gets her these jobs that, that you would agent? never think yeah, that fucking J-Lo would do. be in. Oh my, I want to know. That, see, now that's Illuminati type shit. <laughs> Okay, that's Illuminati level type shit. When you know she got somebody in the room at all times to be like, you know what? What about J Lo? That's that's she just is someone everywhere at any given moment. Someone, some agent somewhere is going in a room. You know what? I hear you. I see the direction you're going in, but hear me out. What about J Lo? And then everybody is like, oh, wow. wait, is she available? Yeah, yes, she's yeah. available. <laughs> hmm. She's available. This is what I want to know. Uh-huh. J-Lo was getting these opportunities mm-hmm. that she uh, that should whatever. be Ashanti's the word they should be Ashanti's right. <laughs> they should be Ashanti's that's just that's correct oh my gosh Ashanti anyway what is J-Lo saying no to what jobs come across <laughs> J-Lo's desk and she'd be like eh I don't need that I don't want that you know what I'm saying all the black that. things <laughs> Right. Well, she's saying yes to things that black women should get. Certain things black women should yes, get. Yes, I think that's what she says you yes know? to things that black women should have. And she says no to things that are, it's just like, I don't need that. Are for her. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, wait, so this requires no singing? Listen. I'm not going to. Listen. There. I sang, okay? <laughs> Find me something that requires a singer and a black person, and then I'll and show then up. I'll don't fucking call me for nothing that is for okay. for Or they ask her for stuff and Fuck they say, what are the black women you considered? And then they give her the list of black women. Yes. And then she's like, I want it. <laughs> Was Beyonce on the list? I don't fucking call me if Beyonce wasn't on, on the list. list. Yeah. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. she'll take it. That's how she flows. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's mm-hmm. saying ish. <laughs> 
I did not witness any of that. But let me also say, she looked flawless, though. I did not like that outfit. Her hair and makeup was nice, but that outfit was giving me... Yeah, that's all I saw, I think. I'm not into old English. I don't like any olds to, like, England and old... What was she wearing? It looked like a white suit, and her shirt, to me, was giving me... I know you didn't watch the series, but Bridgerton Mm -hmm. vibes like that. Okay. I don't give okay. I don't like any O's to Europe because fuck that shit. Like yeah. that's, I never yeah. I never see that and be like, yes, usually. Like so mm-hmm, I wasn't mm-hmm. as people lots of people like to outfit it, but no, I didn't. Right. I'm happy she didn't wear that Versace dress though. Cause she like bringing that out the closet for She do like to pop that out. For random. She's she probably like wearing it right now. Which probably wears it on her clothes every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, she sang she sang This Land is My Land, which is like, girl, that's not the song to sing. This is Mm-hmm. Not in Eva land. And then it was strange because she's Puerto Rican and Puerto Rico is a colony. And it just well, was just. This, that land is America's <laughs> land. So. It was just like you such know. a contradiction that mm-hmm. I'm sure, not a contradiction, but just like the irony of it. Irony. The irony of yeah. it was just like, wow, like she doesn't, I don't know. It was just strange. Like who mm-hmm. the fuck chose this song? Like mm-hmm. mad songs. I guess they thought there was unity. It was a bad song to change. And then she randomly, she sings it. And towards the end where the band gets like, boom, 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 boom. You know when they get hype? She yeah, screams, let's get love. <laughs> 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 Woo. Listen, she knows why they called her. It was so awkward and random that I'm, even though I was watching it in my home alone, I looked around me like. <laughs> That's funny. Cause, but the that? thing is, though, when you book J-Lo, you get what you get, and you don't get upset. Because really, anything can happen. Because that's not... The inauguration is not the place for, like, the dancing performers to show up and dance. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Not, that's not. It's a show up and sing kind of event. So, like, if you, if you book J-Lo to show up and sing, you got to take what you get, yo. They should so. only get, like, vocalists. <laughs> Yeah, nah. Let's get nah. It was just nah. <laughs> I was listening to the Brown Liquor Report, and Jazz Hands was reminding everyone that this is not going to be a cool administration. No, like, it's, this not. Is it's not. not. It's going to be corny. As this, this is not going to be shit like what went down at the White House when uh, President Obama. Well, we knew and Shea Butter was at the there. White House and stuff. Right, right, right. Where this is not. No, no, that. no. We're not going to have that. This is not that ever again. So it's going to be more weird shit. It's going to be more weird performers. It's going to be more weird entertainers. It's going to be fucking weird. Yo. Just it's less, weird. probably less fast food, though, this time around. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anybody thinking about that? Of way, course. Way of course. But it's not going to be cool like what went down when the Obamas were there mm-hmm. at all. It's yes. not going to be as healthy as the Obamas. It's just not going to be that. Yeah. It's not going to be that. But it's not it's at not all. Be that. So there was that. There were speeches that I didn't pay attention to. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. Young black girl. She read a poem. I didn't particularly okay. like the poem, but lots of people like the poem. Mm. I don't really like things that are really democratic and patriotic. Like I don't okay. care to. She looked pretty. She's to breathe yo, life right? into this country, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what she did. Mm-hmm. So she did what she was supposed to do. Right. So you know she didn't do anything wrong. She did what she was mm-hmm. there to do, but it didn't yeah. speak anything to me. I don't want to breathe life mm-hmm. into this country. <laughs> I want right. to burn it down. Yeah, but it was it was cute. It was cu- it was an inauguration. I don't even know if it was cute. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Bernie Sanders was there. I don't know if you heard. I know oh. you know he kind of popped in and popped out yeah, unnoticed. Yeah, because you know he had a, he had something so, to do later. He had something clearly. To do later. So I don't know. You know he barely was photographed. So I don't know if you may have caught any of. <laughs> 
Bernie, uh, you know, he was inconspicuous. Yeah. How would anyone know? How that, would anyone know notice that he was there? That he was there. No, I'm fucking around. So Bernie Sanders is there sitting. I wish, honestly, I wish I could have seen what was happening around him as he was sitting there because I know, you know, I assume it was socially distanced. So was. that's why he looked yep. in this picture of him sitting down. It looks like, yeah, he's just in a space by himself, which yeah. is why it was so easy to crop him and put him into all, all these different <laughs> memes and shit like that. Yes. But anyway, so Bernie Sanders is sitting at the inauguration. He's got his legs crossed. He's wearing this adorable pair of mittens. He's got his mask on and people made a lot of assumptions mm-hmm. of what he was thinking what his demeanor meant or whatever but what popped off was this amazing series of of memes memes that brought me life same all fucking week yo same all week same all week i enjoyed the meme honestly because i related to i guess his posturing it was just like to me Mm -hmm. and i don't know what he was feeling or thinking first of all it was fucking winter i probably would be just as like folded into myself Sitting outside in the fucking mm-hmm, winter. Mm-hmm. But my first, the first meme I saw was him on, they put his picture in the subway, New York City subway. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, that's how I be feeling. Like, just unimpressed. Let me get to where I got to go. <laughs> I have places to be. Right. That's how we generally look on the subway. So that was my first kind of like, like, uh, okay, this, this, let's get this over it type of thing. I will say that I did think mm-hmm. that at first. But as we moved him more, to me, more places, I think that was became really, really, really far removed. It became something fun. It became, I think, kind of the, for me, the tone of us. Like, okay, let's move on to the next thing. Because we just gener- yeah. we just had four years of intense fuckery, right? right. Like so that you like, couldn't even enjoy. Like you couldn't, yeah. even, you couldn't mm-hmm. even take a meme like that because of all the wild style yes. shit, overt, yes. overt racism yes. that was going down and overt fucking oppression and injustice that was just being like thrown in our face and shit you couldn't even see something like that and laugh at it or enjoy it to that level Exa- yeah. because everything happening around it was so fucking wild style yeah and it's like kind of just like that the day of the 20th we're able to mm-hmm. kind of do that again right we're able to kind of just right. like laugh at something in that space again and we haven't mm-hmm. really been able to do that for mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. years, regardless of your relation to the democratic system. We have not been able right. to do that at all. So Facts. now that we're talking Facts. about it, I do feel like now it's kind of an ode to that. Like back to the, I guess the regular political process that we still hate on the show, but at least, right. <laughs> yeah, at least yeah. I can fucking laugh at a meme now. Standard issue oppression. <laughs> I can laugh at you on fucking Sunday, yes. protest you on Monday. You know what I'm saying? Instead Create of being a plan like, to burn a- you down yes. on Tuesday. Exactly. Yeah. Make another meme on Wednesday. Like, yes. you know, regular everyday shit. Yeah. Regular everyday shit. Yeah. So. I feel you. There was a lot of conversation about the Bernie Sanders meme. There was buzz on Twitter. I want to say predominantly from white women who felt like his posturing was disrespectful. Mm -hmm. So I saw one tweet about it. I'm going to read that tweet. So that's the only tweet that I saw Mm -hmm. about it. And then underneath were people kind of, it went back and forth between people piling on and agreeing Uh with what she was saying and people saying, nah, you're out of line or whatever. So I'm going to read that tweet. Don't even go here. (laughs) There's a lot of that so weird so this tweet 
is from a white woman who says, I'll admit the Bernie memes are funny, but his openly grumpy disposition during a very historic moment for women and particularly women of color speaks volumes to me. Okay, so for me, I think the assumption that he was grumpy it's a little weird yeah because you, you can't he could have been smiling under that mask exactly. it's cold out there yeah, it's cold you know what out i'm saying there. so when you are in i'm gonna base this according to my mom she's the oldest person that i'm mm-hmm. around the most now at this point when it's mm-hmm. cold it's a different kind of cold in her bones <laughs> right. it's a different type of thing going mm-hmm. on for my mother who's in her um late 60s when it's cold versus mm-hmm. She's like, this is different from when I was younger. Like, the cold is different. Right. So, like, right, it's, right, it's cold right. and that man is in his 80s. It could mm-hmm. be a different kind of cold for Bernie Facts. Sanders sitting out Facts. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I thought that that was just a little weird mm-hmm. to make that assumption. Also, keep my name out your mouth. Like, yeah. I mean, this. Okay. So, she says, you know, during a very historic moment for women and particularly women of color. Keep my name out your mouth like i didn't i didn't feel... say anything <laughs> yeah i we didn't say anything maybe about let us say shit, something yo. first and then <laughs> right sit there and grump out and we at this podcast we're not like bernie stands mm-hmm. like i am good on bernie yeah, i'm not that's exactly. not he's not my jam mm-hmm. at the same time like keep our name out your mouth i didn't feel any way about him sitting there looking like that like that's what it's whatever i will say and she goes on to say which i i don't agree that that's the point that she was making she kind of tried to say thank you to every because she was getting blasted a little bit thank you to everyone who gets my point about how a man is praised for something that a woman would absolutely be dragged to hell for do you think hillary would be a lovable meme if she dressed like that with that look on her face hell no okay again we're back to the looking on the face he was wearing a fucking he's wearing mask. a mask you can't see his face and then yeah the fact that she used woman of color in the original tweet and then diverted to use an example of a white woman just makes me mm-hmm. think you don't how much do you care like keep our name out of mouth that like, this was always right like this was always about you yes you used our name to make it seem like what he was doing was even more like egregious. outrageous and uncool yeah, and exactly. then you go back to using a white woman as an example yeah yeah i i do agree that a woman looking that way because i don't agree that he was could be you, it, it can't be said of him that he was being grumpy because we really don't know what yeah, the fuck is going on under his all. mask right yeah. right so i would say a woman looking that same way of course would have been judged more harshly so i don't disagree with that point but the fact that she doubled down on calling it grumpy i thought was weird the fact that she had black women's name in her mouth when we didn't say that we hated this as far as i know as far as i know we were like leave us alone we got other problems (laughs) (laughs) the other thing that made me think about this is there was someone in response to her sentiment was talking about the anti-semitism of the comment right or potential anti-semitism in it assuming that this kind of energy Mm -hmm. bernie's appearance bernie's demeanor for who a lot of people and i have seen a lot of jewish content creators writers and shit like that comments on this saying that there's something uniquely jewish about his persona Uh his demeanor Mm -hmm. his look and shit like that we're new yorkers i would agree Mm -hmm. but i definitely want to reference you know that 
Jewish folks have been saying this. Jewish content creators yeah. have been saying this. Mm-hmm. I do agree with that. As a New Yorker, most of our whites here are Jews. Mm-hmm. The, the ones at least that we know of and fuck with or whatever mm-hmm. have been Jewish people. So I would agree with that. And I think the assumption that someone of his demeanor and look and image and persona is sitting there grumpy when you don't exactly know what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. underneath that. There was something that I would agree could feel anti-semitic to that Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying especially in this environment where a jewish person has never been president and i also want to say again we're new yorker a minority in the political space in the political space right and in the christian or you know like you know facts facts in the greater u.s as well Mm -hmm. i will say i think a lot of us have these conversations at least what's popularized in media a lot of us are speaking from new york LA where it's not uncommon to be directly exposed to Jewish folks Jewish culture Mm -hmm. and all of that shit so I think that throughout the greater US where Jewish folks and Jewish culture is still othered to a lot of people Mm -hmm. I think amongst white folks it's othered here no 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 it is it is othered here it is othered here but I guess what I observe conversation or what what looks to be happening, I think to me in other areas is just like, it's othered here, but we have more knowledge of what the fuck certain aspects and elements of Jewish culture is. It's people still other it, but it's not foreign to us. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, what is this? What is that or whatever? But yes, his kind of demeanor in this space that is reserved for a certain kind of whiteness, Mm -hmm. the way in which it was being critiqued, it did feel anti-semitic and it did anti-semitic in the sense that his demeanor and energy is coded by a lot of people as specifically jewish Mm -hmm. and would an old white guy who was like if bill clinton uh, was some variety of protestant right would what would you assume was going on under his mask you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. would it it just be oh he must have been freezing yeah you know bill clinton Clinton sits there cold and right yes Mm -hmm. exactly so what would that look like so yeah so i thought that that was interesting and worth mentioning and yeah i don't know but definitely keep our names out of your mouth like don't be tagging on black women when you think it serves you and it serves your Mm -hmm. your message or whatever fucking shit that you want to say like i didn't i did not see black women offended or thinking about what the fuck also yeah of course a woman would be treated differently Mm -hmm. but also we enjoyed the memes so like (laughs) (laughs) What are you? We're enjoying memes. Yeah, you even enjoyed it. You said it was funny too. Yeah, so. we're enjoying memes. Yeah. So let us enjoy the fucking memes, okay. you know? And people were also saying that in this moment, people were centering a white guy. Do you feel like like this meme shit or him or whatever, how, how much... There are a lot of articles on this. Do you feel like it overshadowed in any way whatever niggas assumed the historical... It's a boring ass inauguration. If nothing else in an inauguration fucking popped off, it's because the inauguration is fucking... Mm -hmm. When have we ever had anything trend outside of an inauguration, outside of when Beyonce sung and people said she lip sang? And I know they're like... (laughs) Nothing really... Conversations don't come out of that. 
Yeah. The conversation that came out of it was when he started flipping executive orders that Trump did, which is what he's fucking supposed to do. Mm-hmm. He did. His, he was doing his job. Like, what the fuck Girl. else? <laughs> mm-hmm. What the fuck else? Mm-hmm. He started work. Were we supposed to make a meme out of that? Like, what? I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't get that. Is it because Kamala? Like, no one's talking about Kamala. Like, I don't, like, what? I don't get. Yeah, that's what they're, that's what they're saying, I guess. But what were we supposed to say? Nigga? We like, knew she was going to be yo? vice president since. <laughs> we been knew. Since, and, no, since and November, honestly, right? The black girls that wanted and needed to celebrate, like, they did. They My did. timeline was full of niggas With in the, chucks and pearls. Yeah. And I'm like, you got pearls? Like, you be like. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pearl bra that I got from Savage Fancy, but I ain't got no pearls on deck. I ain't got no pearls. So, I don't got no Yeah, checks. we're we're different. Yeah, we're I, okay, we're different. Which is totally cool. Like libations to all the girls who pulled their pearls out or whatever. But that's Shout the out thing. to you, you deserve. Like there was lots of articles about Bernie, but mm-hmm. that's because that's how the world works. You're gonna write about the white man. You're not gonna see these black yeah. girls in pearls and chucks and think that's a story. Mm-hmm. Or think that's something mm-hmm. to talk about. So I think that yeah. that has something to do. An exclusion of the memes. Not even an exclusion of the memes. Because black people were sharing the pictures of the pearls and the and the and the chucks. So mm-hmm. that was something that mm-hmm. stayed within our realm of stuff. Yeah. So to say that because white media also jumped on this Bernie thing and chose not to jump on the Kamala thing and how people reacted mm-hmm. to Kamala. I think that says mm-hmm. stuff about me- media. And that's why we right. do the work we do here and we center the things we do here because they're never yeah. going to center black women. Mm-hmm. And they only center us when it's of labor to them. They center Stacey Abrams and stuff because the, her work contributes mm-hmm. and works for this country. It does something for right. them. So of course they're going to center right. that and be like, Stacey Abrams, Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. But as soon as her work mm-hmm. is in conjunction with what this country needs or what they want or what they require for a black woman, they ain't going to center mm-hmm. her in a fucking story. Facts. You know? So that, I think it's a, mm-hmm. a symptom of that. I don't, I, it's the, the shit that's always been happening. I don't think it's something yeah. uniquely different in terms mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. And the president is going to be corny and boring, so I don't think we're going to get memes out of him. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. What you think? He about to be a funky fly, funky fresh war criminal? <laughs> no. Like the OG Obama? He's going to be on, a regular war here. criminal. Like That's right. Fuck. That's right. All right. I, I just thought that was interesting, and as, as race nerds, we definitely want to talk about that shit and bring it up. When we come back... There's a question that's been floating around that we're tired of fucking hearing, yo. Is white supremacy a mental illness? Ooh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. If that sentiment is problematic, why it is problematic, because it fucking is. So we're going to talk about that <laughs> shit when we come, come back. back. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money! Do you know what this year is? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like giving black women your money. Yes, give black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, yo. Okay, okay. So So. how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes, yes. We do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week, sometimes twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. (laughs) And we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, We definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. TwoSpeedandJ.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two, can, two. You become a patron, or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice. That's right. On how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off two dollars a month. 
That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes. And we're black. All the time. I love being black, girl. Yes. Fucking love it, that yo. So it's delicious. It is so great. Fucking delicious. So, so good. Great. Not creamy, just delicious. <laughs> My gosh. Why do we have to go back to that? I don't want that callback. <laughs> don't want it. So we were recently invited to participate in a panel answering the question, is white supremacy a mental illness? So we were invited to participate. A lot of panels we're invited to participate in. We're like, wow, this is a ridiculous premise. We're not going to participate in this. But this question, while we thought it was not okay and ridiculous we well you know what let's be fair it has been something that comes up yeah a lot of people have in these spaces yes so So it it is worth having the conversation right absolutely so i I don't want to call it ridiculous but what i will say is that we agreed to participate in this panel so that we could show up and say no no it is not and say that this is ridiculous (laughs) 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 right 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 yeah yeah so First of all, content warning for ridiculousness. Content warning for ridiculousness. Content warning for ableism. And shenanigans. Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah, like Jay said, we were invited to this panel. And I... It was interesting because it seemed like we were in a minority in in a panel of folks who were saying no. Which really mm-hmm. shocked me, but it also reminded me of the kind of bubble that I live in where people who right. have been dismantling these things and just as intensely as I have, as Jay has. So it was interesting to like, it was like my window outside. It was like I went outside. Like I was on punishment, mm-hmm. been in the house. <laughs> <laughs> then I went mm-hmm. outside and everyone's moved on to like maybe when I went on punishment, everyone was roller skating. Then when I'm outside, they're like, uh uh-uh, uh, you riding bikes. Like it was like mm-hmm. you know it was that kind of thing. So right. it did evoke a lot of emotions in me because I have not heard a lot of the things that we heard on that panel in close mm-hmm. proximity to me mm-hmm. in like a really long time, actually. Right. So it did make me feel things. The ableism in the conversation really made me feel a lot of things. I do mm-hmm. have family members who have mental illness and the extreme in quotations mental illnesses like schizophrenia and things like that, the ones that people mm-hmm. like to say are the the wild, destructive kinds, mm-hmm. and which I think is what they... They weren't comparing specifically schizophrenia to white supremacy, but they were using the mental illnesses that tend to project or have been stigmatized by folks to be the ones that cause destruction, that mm-hmm. um, are disruptive in that way. So hearing those things aligned... Like that really, mm-hmm. really, really fucked with me, okay. especially because my older brother had schizophrenia. So I, I, I lived, I lived with that shit. So to right. hear that be compared to white supremacy was just like, whoa, mm-hmm. what is happening here? Mm-hmm. 
Am I in conversations with people who are in close proximity to mental illness in these ways? It, I don't know. It was just weird. I just couldn't. And there were people in the conversation who I assumed had sense who were saying things. <laughs> <laughs> there are people in the conversation who did have sense, but ableism, racism, all the isms, they make no sense. Yes. There's no, it, it gets ridiculous. So if you are a person who generally has sense, when you start fucking around with ableism and you allow yourself to be detached from other people's humanity, yeah. then you really for real start sound like you don't got no sense. <laughs> so yeah, that was shocking. That was. I was like, wait a minute. I was you? like, wait, what? You? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah, so those were some of my thoughts mm-hmm. when we initially started the panel and then conversation. What were some of yours when we started that panel? Yes, I too was not expecting it to be as leaning in favor of this concept. I thought yeah. there'd be a little bit more diversity. I mean, people did have different opinions, but they were different opinions about how, yes, it is a mental illness. And that was like, <laughs> wait, what? What? So that caught me off guard. I was a little bit caught off guard by the lack of discussion surrounding ableism. And let me also yeah. say this. I am someone who is still working through like and her own ableism that. and shit. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't want people to think that like I've mastered. There are a lot of areas of consciousness that I feel like I have a really good grasp on. And I want to say ableism is not one of those. I have an understanding of ableism. I am working to be better at that yeah, every day. Same. But I think that's one of the joints that's still very much like embedded in me that I'm working to like really mm-hmm. fucking expel from my being and shit like that. Yeah. So I'm aware of ableism. I talk about it. I work to be a co-conspirator against ableism and shit like that. But I don't, I just want to be transparent and say that there is a possibility that I will say some ableist shit on this podcast at some point yes. again, because it is something that I'm still We're working still through. So yeah. So I don't want people to think that I was trying to present myself or am trying to present myself as somebody who knows everything about ableism. I know that ableism exists and that it's real. And so I'm able to have conversations surrounding that, but I'm still very much somebody who is working through and still discovering like oh shit that's fucking ableist oh yeah, snap what we, the fuck and when it, that's when ableism it happens, too we, it, as a co-conspirator we're going to point point it out even if we don't have all facts. of the resources and knowledge or whatever we're going to work facts, facts, from facts. where we're at with it but i'm we're not going to yeah. just not say something exactly right <laughs> so it did yeah so i talked a lot about the ableism but right i was not expecting to be one i honestly for reals i was expecting to be able to piggyback Piggyback on somebody else's discussion of ableism. Yeah, who was way more versed. I didn't expect us to be the people who were like brought up the ableism in that way. Yes, Yes. I expected a professional to fucking bring it up, define it, and then I was gonna put my white supremacist, patriarchal, capitalistic. Here's the gag seasoning on it. Yeah, my fucking womanist race nerd seasoning. I I was not when they was like, "Can you define ableism?" I was like, "Wait, what?" Me? <laughs> We're not the ableism experts. We just know that actually shit is whack. Can somebody else? Yeah. Cause cause I didn't what? This is, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't expect us yeah. to be the people in the space who addressed I didn't. Yeah. I thought someone yeah. else was. So that that caught me off guard, but I will say it was a reminder because again, I'm still learning through ableism. It was a reminder that that shit is fucking rampant. Yeah. It is 
rampant. so rampant that we were the only people in the space who brought it up and we're not even versed in it. That you know what I mean? Like that's how right. rampant it is that Yeah. We understand the understanding of ableism is um I say minority as far as the amount of people who advocate and talk about ableism in spaces. Mm-hmm. So you can be in a mm-hmm. black space where everyone knows all the things and no one will mention mm-hmm. anything <laughs> yeah. about ableism yeah. or how something is ableist and you know shit like that. I didn't expect mm-hmm. us to be the people in the room to bring it up either. Right. Especially right. because they were mental health professionals in the conversation. Yeah. That also though highlights how fucking uh what's the word? sinister or fucking expansive or fucking widespread it's another word that combines those things y'all could say it but yeah yeah yeah. that just goes to show yeah how it's just so embedded in everyday culture to be ableist that you could be somebody who engages with people who are living with mental health challenges and shit like that where you would hope that that person is also an advocate which also kind of shows our ignorance as far as ableism to to the expectation for that tonight for them to know better or you know like whatever so yeah like, you know it shows that as well but i really did mm-hmm. not <laughs> mm-hmm. girl yeah girl. i did not expect yeah. those people to be like yes i am a this i am a that because the mental health professionals mm-hmm. before we started the panel did let us know what they were or what they do i'm yeah. a doctor and this mm-hmm. or whatever whatever like that mm-hmm. i'm a psychologist or whatever i didn't expect those things to come out of those folks mouths mm-hmm. like and it made me think of my brother because it's like Mm. he like who like what like this these are the resources that my brother had my brother passed that's what i'm saying past tense but Mm. these are the resources that my brother had to work with Mm -hmm. with his schizophrenia Mm -hmm. this yeah this and this is a this is the black pool of people (laughs) yeah yeah compassion for black people yeah yeah just like whoa yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah that really took me aback the mental health professionals who were ableist when me and jay pointed it out the ableism in it one of them Mm -hmm. did help us define it for the panel which was Mm -hmm. great Mm -hmm. but they knew what it meant and still (laughs) right they were able to help us define it was in practice yeah Yeah. like like yeah yeah, like they could read the textbook definition Mm -hmm. but they didn't understand how like you said in practice how that manifests how ableism manifests in that way yeah yeah so we've talked about how we feel like it's an it's an ableist concept and comparison i do want to say within the mental health sphere there are black doctors who are trying to get it included in the dsm which is i guess the handbook the collection of fucking mental Mental. health mental illness or whatever somebody Mm -hmm. else could say what that is but whatever it's a book about mental illness it lists all of them in there and all of them quote in quotes and um, so there are black doctors who have been trying for years to get it in white supremacy included in that and, and feel like they have good reason for that. And they, I've read on it and they seem well-intentioned, even though I disagree. Yeah. And there are black folks, black doctors within the mental health sphere who don't believe that it's a mental illness yeah. or whatever. So, you know, there is not one unified understanding of that within amongst mental health professionals yeah what would you say why are we saying that it is not a mental illness and why are we saying that this is ableist something you said in the panel that i thought was really really great and Mm -hmm. and and also something i said was that mental illness is something that is has become othered because of white supremacy and no in those ways Mm -hmm. right and we make sure we treat people these othered kind of ways because of mental illness 
And mental illness is actually very normal, very mm-hmm. common, something that shouldn't be so othered, something that shouldn't be so like only a small percentage. Of, no, like as we are learning more and more, we understand that it's actually very, very common. So the othering mm-hmm. of something that is actually very, very common to me is a white supremacist thing. So how could yeah. mental illness be white supremacist if the way that we view mental illness is through a white supremacist lens? Does that make any sense to you? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that That's the part that was weird for me. And then the other part, this is something you mentioned, and you could correct me if I flub it up a little bit, mm-hmm. was we don't care about let's be for real we don't care about people with mental illness we don't Mm -hmm. provide care for them so Mm -hmm. now we say white people not white people because not just white people are white supremacists but Mm -hmm. now we say white supremacy is a mental illness does that mean we now have to care for for white people does that mean that now people will take mental illness seriously and now it becomes a thing that we care about and now it Mm -hmm. becomes a thing that we actually say is common it's not someone in a minority of the conversation reminding people that mental illness is a very common occurrence you know stuff Mm -hmm. like that and then also white supremacy is so embedded in the world that a lot of the arguments within the panel were like just for white people and white supremacy is a system. You don't have to be white. There are mm-hmm. countries with majority black, majority non-white, whatever the fuck, and they still mm-hmm. run white supremacist systems because this mm-hmm. is something that is embedded in everyone. So right. how could this be a mental illness that white people have if this is something mm-hmm. that has infiltrated and affects everyone and everyone can kind of perpetuate in some kind of way? There has been mm-hmm. white supremacist things in me that I have sent out into the world because of what right. is embedded did like are you like mm-hmm. literally you're saying everyone has a mental illness right right if you're saying that you know so mm-hmm. i did introduce mm-hmm. the concept of a societal illness sure yeah but a mental illness no mm-hmm. yeah and then when people try to compare it to a mental illness or say that it's a mental illness oftentimes they will point out the narcissism that has to yes. be in play for mm-hmm. you to enact and engage in white supremacy and the delusion yes. of thinking that you are the best supreme and all those things or whatever so those are elements narcissism delusional those are sometimes symptoms of a mental illness the difference yeah. being for narcissism The people around you usually understand that if you are a narcissist or if you are engaging in narcissism, narcissist behavior, you are being unreasonable in that moment, right? The people around you usually understand that. Or it can be pointed out like, okay, that well, that person is being, you know, they're being a little bit unreasonable Mm -hmm. right now. Delusion. If you are being delusional Mm -hmm. or have symptoms of delusion or whatever, people around you usually know okay well that's not real yeah this person is being delusional the things that they think are not true they're not factual they're not Mm -hmm. real the difference between that and white supremacy is that the system supports the narcissism the system supports the delusion because it's not a delusion here our laws our policies our government supports the fact that white people are the best white people are supreme white people are the only people deserving of humanity deserving of compassion the system supports that the narcissism is supported by the system of you are the only one that matters it's okay to think that it's okay to do 
and say things that are passively racist and you could like the, it's so embedded yeah. that liberal white folks are fucking white supremacists your home girl your friend your white friend who you kiki with and not isn't particularly racist still does and says underhanded things yeah. that are fucking racist because the system the institution of white supremacy supports this narcissism supports this delusion yep. and for it to be a mental illness, it has to be somebody who is perhaps going against the grain because they can't help but be this way. And yes, that's not the yeah. case if you grow up in this system that supports it. So yes. for me, it is more like being born into a cult, right? Mm. If you are born into a cult and not necessarily making this choice, but our generation of white folks are people who have been born into the cult of yes. white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. So for people who are born in cults, if you've watched any documentaries on cults or whatever, also, even if you join a cult, there are people who were seemingly fine before, like yeah. everyday, mm -hmm. quote unquote, normal, quote unquote, mentally stable. There is, because of ableism, there is an ableist argument that folks who join yes. cults have mental illness, which is ableist, yes. which is mm -hmm. part of that ableism is saying that people who have mental illness are Don't make sound decisions and things like right that. designated not to make sound decisions mm -hmm. to be irrational and mm -hmm. that that kind of behavior is specific to folks who deal with mental illness when we know yeah. it's niggas who have no mental illness but also they don't got no yes, sense yes. you know what i'm saying <laughs> and they make they just make bad decisions yes. that's how they move yep. so there's that but my my example really is more about those who are born into a cult so if you think about any of the cult documentaries that you watch, right? It's a few different types of people who are born into a cult. Mm -hmm. You have fucking people who are born into it. And so they just go along with it. And that's just what it is. That's, that's all they that's know. The norm. Right. You have people who are born into it. And at a certain point, they're like, you know what? I don't really fuck with this. This ain't, you know, all that or whatever. They show up on all the major holidays, though. They don't <laughs> fuck with it. But, you know, their family is still down. So they show up to all the major cult holidays. Mm -hmm. If it's that kind of cult yeah. where you can still come back and forth, if it's to their benefit for you to come back and forth. They show up to all the major holidays. People just know they don't really, you know, mm -hmm. fuck with the cult or yeah. like that or whatever. Then you have people who were born in the cult, realize, yo, this is not popping. Leave the cult. Don't associate with the cult and work yeah. to fucking destroy it. Yeah. Right? And so those are, you know, white folks who do anti-racist work and shit like that or whatever. I'm sure it's a lot of levels and grades in between, but I just wanted to give those three examples of fucking, you know, people who are born in a cult. To me, yeah. that's what it is. The mm -hmm. delusion, all the type of wild shit that goes on in a cult that people outside of the cult look at and be like, yo, this is fucking delusional, yo. Those yeah. people are fucking wild style. Yes. These are people in a cult who many of them do not suffer from any kind of me mental illness, are not living yeah. with any mental illness, but are mm -hmm. making decisions that are counter what the mainstream or counter what we would think is of sound sense or reasonable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And so to me, this comparison is white supremacy and mental illness. To me, it is more so the experience of being in a cult. White people are born into a cult of white supremacist patriarchal capitalism yeah. and that's what we're seeing as opposed to they must be ill. This should be addressed as an illness. Yeah, and it's, it also highlights 
how much people don't understand privilege. Like people say the word privilege, mm-hmm. but privilege is like this unearned thing that you have that you don't think about it because it's unearned and you don't have to think about it. You don't have to think about how you take up space or how you don't. Why would you ever have to think about that? You're the person who's mm-hmm. privileged in a space. That's a part of the privilege is to not have to think about these certain things like white people aren't thinking about anyone else because they don't have to and that's not Mm -hmm. mental illness you know it's just that was just really really strange and interesting and made me question people's understanding of mental illness too like i don't have a huge Mm. verse i'm sure there are people who can explain these things in ways different but even in a conversation it seemed that people don't understand that there are people who can be delusional there are people who could be narcissistic you can have a depressive moment or episode that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you are actually a person who is mentally ill we are humans shit changes you can go through something Mm -hmm. traumatic and have some kind of anxiety attack in that moment doesn't mean you suffer from anxiety you know it was just Mm -hmm. weird Mm -hmm. that that basic understanding that narcissism or delusion or whatever can exist also in people that do not have mental illness because mm-hmm. these things are they're normal occurrences this is also right. you know it was just weird how narcissism just meant mental illness delusion just mm-hmm. meant mental illness depression mm-hmm. just meant mental illness right. someone brought up right. hoarding just that mm-hmm. it, was, it was just like and these were mental health professionals saying this thing so it just really mm-hmm. made me scared for us we've been so like therapy go to therapy black people go to mm-hmm. therapy therapy get therapized therapy therapy and these motherfuckers mm-hmm. is out here <laughs> 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 granted yeah. this was a panel where, you know it's not the whole but scope of all black therapists yeah but that yeah. shit scared me because mm-hmm. we've been on a thing for a past few years as black people realizing that, you know, these are things that we should engage in. We're not so mm-hmm. like, let me, you know, take it to God. I don't need, that's a white thing. Like we're mm-hmm. moving out of that. But we have white supremacist black therapists. We have ableist mm-hmm. <laughs> black mm-hmm. therapists, which, <laughs> duh, you know, like, duh. But yeah. that conversation just really made me like, yo, when I look for my next therapist, I have to add some of these questions. So I make sure that mm. when I vet a therapist, that I see how they feel about blackness, see how they feel about queerness, mm. see how they feel about these things, because we can't work together if we don't align even a little bit mm. in that. Now I have to add right. ableist shit to that mm-hmm. because I sat across from other mental health professionals who were mm. just saying some the most ableist crap. Not connecting that because a person is because a person has narcissistic tendencies does not mean they are a diagnosed narcissist. Mm-hmm. To hear a mental health professional <laughs> yeah. just throw out words like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I will say it was a guided conversation. There's a lot of people on the panel. And so I think that sometimes when we're in these spaces where we are debating things and making arguments and shit, there are niggas who know things, but those things don't fit their argument. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there was valuable information and knowledge, I think, that some of the mental health professionals probably had but did not share in that moment because that, to them, in that moment, did not fit the conversation or, like, the argument or whatever. But, yeah, it would have been nice, I think, and relevant for niggas to make that distinction. Like, I was kind of waiting for it. Like, are y'all going to differentiate this? Am I wrong? Is it not not different? Like, what? What? People could yeah, not be clinically depressed, but mm-hmm. have 
bouts of be depressed today right depression right yeah Yeah. i was just like Mm -hmm. shoot my hormonal change just for my period will have me depressed i won't even understand why why am i feeling sad like nothing Mm -hmm. happened okay this Mm -hmm. this hormonal chemical imbalance or whatever so i'm gonna be like this for this day yeah because science and our our body does stuff too that isn't in connection with mental illness all the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was Mm -hmm. that just really blew my mind yeah that blew my mind Mm -hmm. (laughs) i cannot believe Mm -hmm. that i gotta Mm -hmm. talk to my therapist now how you feel about (laughs) (laughs) queen you've been asking me uh questions this whole uh (laughs) session is there anything that you're dealing with this week that we can address i mean i don't i don't really know what you're getting at because i had my therapy session before that panel so we'll see what happens yeah yeah wow child yeah it was a lot it was interesting but it did give us an opportunity to introduce something else in the conversation that i think a lot of people don't talk about and like jay said we're not hugely versed but at least someone mm-hmm. heard the word ableism now uh, or at right, least people right, right, right. realize there's there's some fault in how they mm-hmm. relate to mental illness period mm-hmm. you know and how they mm-hmm. other it and how they treat it like some shit in the corner over there or like yeah. they treat it like a problem <laughs> mm-hmm. you know like because i think that was the that's the relation is that this is a problem this thing right. is a problem right you know and it's like if if you look at mental illness just from that gaze you're already Mm -hmm. fucking it all up you know facts yeah so hopefully that helped diversify someone's thinking and maybe they're looking into stuff and things like that and like we acknowledge that we don't have the range Mm -hmm. to go as deep as we needed to but at least something was introduced you know facts facts yeah definitely let us know what you think hit us up on the T-mail, twithqueenandj at gmail.com. And let us know your thoughts on this topic, yo. Yes. I think we did a motherfucking show. We did. We did a show. This we did. Nice. This was cute. Yeah. I like this one. This is cute. Yeah. I feel it. It feels good. Mm-hmm. It feels good. It feels we did good. some things here, girl. That's right. That's right. Be sure to follow us on all the social medias. We are on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ. We use the hashtag T with QJ. We are on Facebook and Tumblr, T with Queen and J. You can send us your T mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. And you can check us out on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Check out our website, T with Queen and J dot Yes. Special libations to the listener who let us know that one of our pages on our website wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Got that together and fixed it. Thank you um, so much. We That's appreciate right. that. Yeah. And y'all can send us letters about anything, yo. We don't like it's whatever. Like hit us up. Let us know what's good. If you have a thought, if you feel like reaching out to us, do that, yo. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. Yep hashtag for this week i have one do you have one i don't so i will listen to yours let's go back to a classic yes this week's hashtag is disability to white i knew white. he was gonna do that yeah so this week's hashtag is disability to white and oldie but goodie always uh, created goodie. by Valissa thompson so yeah. shout out to Valissa, the homie yes. and yeah check out that hashtag disability to white and something that i have been using clubhouse for yes um, same. for anybody who's on clubhouse Club i have been it's been a great place to listen in on conversations from folks who are more marginalized than myself yeah, so that's i've been listening to conversations about disability from disabled folks yeah. i've been listening 
to in on conversations from differently bodied folks than myself. So that has been helpful in learning. And I think that it is very. Yeah. One of the dope things about social media is that you could hear voices that are not the same as the ones that you hear when you navigate whatever your community is. Yeah, like, exactly. So even even if you don't have Clubhouse, use Twitter for that. Follow people. Yes. Use Instagram for that. Follow people mm-hmm. who are of the marginalized group that you know nothing about and you will learn from right. them. Don't give them labor though. Don't be asking them no. ridiculous and that's why, questions. Right, you silently exactly. listen and learn. You silently okay? observe. <laughs> yes. yes. That, and that's why it's good because you don't, you don't have to and should not be hitting people up and being like, hey, you're queer. Can I ask you a question about <laughs> exactly. the queers? Yes, no. Right. Yeah, don't do that shit. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you have free access yes. to the voices, not the people. You have free access to the voices, voices and ideas yep. of people in groups that you are not a part of. Yeah. So use that. It's fucking free. Instead of don't take it as an opportunity to hit them up and say, hey, I would love for you to come on my podcast and teach men about feminism. (laughs) That's what I would like. No, how about you You listen to what I do and you learn here, whatever, and you refer people to our podcast. You refer people to our space and then you hit me up and tell me how much you love that shit and ask how you can support me. How about you do that? Because I teach that shit here on my podcast. So why would I? I don't know what you mean. Nigga, do you have a question? Do you have a question? (laughs) Can you hit me with a topic? Hey, we're talking about such and such today. We would love to have your perspective join in this conversation that we're already having. That we are having. Yeah. Not, hey, you want to come on my platform and do work here? Anyway. As you can tell, we have experienced this. Yeah. We say no all the time. You know, maybe I was was annoyed personally. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, that's it. We did it? Yep, we did it. All right. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with editorial support from a black girl named Candace. Tea with Queen and Jay. We turn up responsibly. Maybe I just got one thing to say. If you see me on TikTok and you know me on a professional level, mind your business here. I clocked out. I clocked out. What you seeing ain't got shit to do with you. Okay?